for how many turns? Just one right away. 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 Just one right away. Just one right away. Hey, Steve, hurricane over? Yes, it is. Yeah. And what was that like? It was fine for us. We, um, you know, the the power went off long enough to screw up the clocks, Mm -hmm. which was was annoying, but compared to some people who like had their houses swept away. Yeah. I'm happy to reset the clocks on, reset the clock on the microwave. Yeah, exactly. Uh, an old student of mine, uh, Eric, who's a, a faculty member at Grant McEwen in, in Hamilton or Hamilton, uh, Edmonton now. Uh, he, um, his family's from Port of Basque. He's from Port of Basque. Okay. Yeah. So I immediately messaged him. He's like, everything. He's like, no, we're okay. Thanks for yeah. asking. But that's, yep. yeah, there's some crazy stuff went on. And we didn't know, of yep. course, there's also another hurricane hitting Florida. Yep. And friend of the show, Cliff Dunn, is there and has yes. marked himself safe. So that's okay, good, good on the Facebook. So, yeah, it's, um, it's hurricane season. Yep. That's the time it is. I think it's going to always be hurricane season pretty soon, but that's an entirely yeah. different question for my upcoming climate disaster podcast, which isn't coming. <laughs> I'm just making that up. <laughs> but uh, It got washed away. Yeah. Yeah. It got washed away. Exactly. I'm just glad that you're okay. And yep. that generally, I mean, Eastern Canada, there were, you know, there were there's property damage. Yeah, there a couple yeah. people died. People got hurt, yeah. but mostly it was okay. It wasn't good. Yeah, it's 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 not like what was uh, Hurricane no. Juan for us, which right. was really bad. And you know, people say, "Well, it wasn't as bad as Hurricane Juan." Well, that's that's because Hurricane Juan, the, the eye of the storm, came right over us. You know, and even yeah. though Hurricane Juan was uh, uh, um um. As uh, two, um, okay, category two, yeah, category that's the word I'm looking for, category two, yep. And um, Fiona was a category three, we weren't hit as hard because it didn't hit us because of where it hit you, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it can just got those poor bastards in Newfoundland, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Is that uh, I think I mentioned this before, there's that comedian Sean Majumder from Newfoundland, and he uh. I've heard him say that the reason you, that hurricanes often don't hit uh, Newfoundland is that they end up, they, they get to Newfoundland and they go, that's ah, already wrecked here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, it's yeah. Newfoundland got hit pretty, pretty bad. Uh, yeah. And I know a lot of my old friends, hello to all of you, if you're listening and if you're not listening, well to hell with you, uh, yeah, you yeah. know, go rebuild your homes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Idiots. Anyway. Hell with you. Yeah. Screw you. And the, the, we only care about fishing, our listeners and the fishing boat you wrote it on. That's yeah, yeah. right. Exactly. Most of them don't have fishing boats anymore. Since it's true. Anyway, <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna go into a John Crosby impression. Thought better <laughs> of it. Um, <laughs> you don't you don't get many John Crosby impressions. You don't get a lot of call anymore. for it. You, you really don't. You really don't. Uh, was me that took all the cut out of the sea by. Uh, that was that was my John Crosby. Um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right. So we're here to talk about season seven, episode nine. You'll be happy to hear this is the last we will see of Diana. Um, uh-huh. Good, good. <laughs> New business, which was originally aired on uh, April twelfth, twenty fifteen. Um, this one I think is a lot better than the last one. You said you think it's a bit better. A bit better, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 moving things along. Yeah, and there's some really important, I think, important points in this. Um, but yeah. it still has it still suffers from the early season thing because this really yeah. is season seven B part yeah. episode two, right? So it, yeah, a lot of this stuff sort of falls into place. 
in a couple episodes. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it was the kind of thing that, you know, as I was watching it, um, just to amuse myself, I decided that Diana wasn't real <laughs> and a figment of his imagination just because People that thought me, that just because and, and if you look at it, you, you can because he's really the only one who interacts. With I him, know. Right. And if you think of everything after when Roger and all of them meet her. Yeah. You could. I think safely say that it's a complete, except that then Sylvia and Arnold run into them yeah, and all this uh, stuff. Uh, but yes, oh, well, they, did, they don't interact with her. Yeah, he just really? mentions right. Yeah. Uh, he, though I guess introduced, but I mean, people well, did, yeah, did say that at the time that maybe she's a figment of his imagination. Which I mean, just I don't because, think. Just, yeah, just because I found that more interesting. Sure. Um, we open up with Don making milkshakes, which reminds me of when my parents blenders became a big thing in the in the mid sixties. They did. They really just suddenly, I, I guess, it, I don't know if it was a new appliance. Like, I don't know enough about the history of appliances. Yeah, I think it was. But su- suddenly everybody had a blender. And I remember my parents got a blender. And as soon as my brother and I would go to bed, you'd hear the blender go because my mom and dad were making milkshakes. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. but so, so it's not for us. It's just for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bastards. They would also yeah. make popcorn at night. And it wasn't yeah. for us. Yeah. No, no. Par- no parents are horrible. Yeah, um, I mean, kids are in bed now. We're, now we're going to celebrate. Yeah, let's have some fun. You know, now we're going to watch the good movies, the good TV shows. That's right. Maybe order some Chinese later exactly, in the night. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Story I mean, of my life. I mean, I, 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 one of the things, just as a kind of a cultural thing, one of the, mm-hmm. one of the reasons why things like this was so important because we, we we seem to we we may find it weird that blenders were such a big thing, but remember. And this is true in the United Kingdom as well. Mm-hmm. Um, in the in the sort of late sixties, early seventies, that's really when the world kind of got back to normal after the Second World War. Yeah, that's you, true. You know it, what I mean? It, that, that, it, no, it's very much true. Yeah, you know, especially in a place like England, which was like destroyed by bombing. Yeah, the UK you know, had rationing until nineteen fifty six. Yes, exactly, exactly, <laughs> I mean, right. So and so, so when you think about like say nineteen eighty four, Orwell's nineteen eighty four, and he talks about rationing and stuff. I mean, it was still happening when he was oh, yeah. he was writing the novel, even though yeah. even though it's after the war, World War Two. So it's it's this kind of thing that sort of gives people people the sense that there's a kind of you know that, that the war is kind of over that they, yeah. they've kind of rebuilt mm-hmm. got, got themselves back into a position which of course happens in the 50s and and in this into the 60s yes uh but by the by the late 60s it, it's almost like okay it we're, we're good now right you know yeah we're, and we've now have a, we have a generation of people who grew up with their parents having fought in the war or yeah. people just a little older than their parents right um and then this whole new generation and these folks are like, we want to make it. So yeah. well, maybe we fought for something. <laughs> so yeah. Let's make the world. Well, you know, better. And it, the, the better may just be a consumerist thing. And I don't think it is just consumer. I think that's a little, no, bit, no, I, that's I mean, fisted, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I won't go into it, but capitalism kind of piggybacked yes. itself on that. Right? Oh, it, so, it, very much so. so oh, very much, it, very much. So. It, it uses the consumer side, that kind of idea of being back yeah. to normal to sell stuff. Exactly. Right? You know, exactly. so it, it reinforces the consumerist stuff. The consumerist stuff isn't the only important no. thing, but you know, capital capital that's why capitalism is, survives for so long is yeah, it's very adaptive. It's it's very resilient. It'll, adaptive. It'll, it'll, that's right. it'll just take it's like, okay, fine, you know, I'll we'll adapt as long as we're making money. We're happy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um um, and, and also keep keep in mind too that this is the, this is when the the baby boomers are just sort of they're just becoming right. adults, right? You know, like so if you think if somebody's born in forty eight, mm-hmm. 
right? Then they're 20 and 68. Exactly. So they're just sort of entering university or maybe entering the workforce. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you, 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 fi you finally got this kind of new generation coming along to kind of revitalize everything. You and know, I mean, I think people don't really realize that, you know, like, because they think of quote boomers as being people older than you and I. And in fact, yeah. of course, Sally and Bobby are boomers. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Peggy is too old to be a boomer. Yes. Right. You know, she's uh, that's the silent generation. I think she's probably in, yeah. um, you know, so uh, it's, it's an interesting thing to realize that, you know, that they're making the world, they're trying to make the world better for their kids, but in, you know, and as, as you mentioned, like the capitalism takes advantage of that. And, yes. you know, um, and it, it, it sort of, you know, there's this weird time between about 1968 and 1973 where the world seems okay, except for the yeah, Vietnam War, of except course. Except for the Vietnam War, but. And Watergate and all these things yeah. and the protest. But I mean, it's like we're getting, like you said, back to normal yeah. and we're all going to live in this wonderful consumer paradise yeah. at some point, yeah. right? Um, and Yeah, and, 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 and we, ha we have to, as long as we get rid of the Vietnam thing and the long, as long as we sort of kind of fix our political system a bit. Not a lot, but just yeah. enough so that, you know, Nixon isn't the president isn't like a crook. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> you know, it's it's that that kind of thing that like even with like Vietnam and things and, and Watergate and how terrible those things might might have been. It's it's almost like people were thinking we just need to tweak it a bit. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, we just need to tweak it a little bit, you know, and of course, you've got you've got the sort of younger generation that is trying to push a more perhaps radical Yes. like an element of society pushing a more, a more radical one but mm -hmm. people were really thinking you know we have our problems but we can sort them out yeah and and it looks like things are getting sort of that too that's yeah. the thing now they've taken yeah. a lot of and the thing a lot of people don't realize that a lot of the sorting out of problems involved a lot of not only protests but it involved yeah. uh sometimes violence right yeah. um and, but it's still even to the, you know, you could look at this and go, the world's getting better. The world's getting, yeah. you know, so yeah. I can see that, you know, and then about 75, 76, it's like, oh shit, this isn't getting better. Let's just do Coke and disco dance. That's right. And, and, and see and if I, we can find a viable yeah. alternative to OPEC. And I'm not somebody, I'm not somebody who really, who hates disco, but there's, it's very much bad everything, man. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But, but it's very much a kind of an escapist thing. Oh, it completely like disco was like, it's it's like, let's just forget about it. Let's just go down and have a good time. Yeah, exactly. Ugly white suits and um, dance like yeah. John Travolta. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, I've heard people say about, you know, after Kurt Cobain died, everybody was like, what are we going to do? I don't know. Put some Oasis on. Yeah. It just, pop culture does that a lot. Yeah, exactly. It really does. It does. Um, Betty uh, and uh, Henry were out having dinner with the Dean of Fairfield University. I don't know why that would be fun. I know I university know administrators either. and I've, I've yeah. had them to my house to have fun, yeah. but I don't see why it would be interesting to go out with a Dean. Maybe the Dean of Fairfield yeah. at the time was great. I'm not sure. Uh, Betty's going to go to grad school. She wants to get a yeah. master's degree in psychology. Yeah, good honor. Well, that's good. That's good. That's good. good honor. That's the cool kids take. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Don jokingly, makes fun of her. This I yeah. thought was a very mature thing for him. He said, should be fascinating for everybody. He's yeah. kidding with her, but he's yeah. also like, cool. Cool. Like, yeah. I liked that reaction. They've kind of developed. They're almost friends now, yeah. or at least they're friendly. Yeah. At, yeah. At least or they're not civil. at war. Yeah. They're not at war. Exactly. You know, it's um, like, it's like there's a DMZ. Got, it's right by the, yeah, the you know, Paris Blinker. peace treaty talks are, are ongoing. Yeah. And they've, they've decided on the shape of the table. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dawn, of course, then 
watches uh, as he leaves and Henry makes a milkshake and you see him being like, oh, this could have been me. And it's kind of, I mean, I don't think we're supposed to feel sad there. I think we're supposed to be kind of like realizing that he's realizing something. That's all. Like, I I don't think that's meant for us to go, oh, poor Don. I don't. I, at least that wasn't wasn't my take anyway. No, no, I, I took it as oh look, Don's learning something. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly like <laughs> same exactly. It's like he's saying, oh, that's what families are like. Cool. So oh, he's not hammered yeah. and sleeping with another woman. Interesting. Don's becoming an adult at, at forty-five. Yeah. Uh, um. Hey, it's Megan. Um. And the furniture is <laughs> going to get picked up. That's that's good. Yeah. Um. And she needs some money. And I, I like the part where. When she's like, why am I, wait a second. Why am I asking you for this? Yeah. You know, it's on you, buddy. Yeah. Um, I like what he said. Who's moving you to the New York Jets? Um, yeah. Of course, a very expensive football team at the time because they had sure. Joe, Willie, name sure. it. Um, I mean, right now they can't move anything, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> not even a, not even a football, but not you know, even hey. not even the chains. But ladies, yeah. thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I'll be here all week, uh, uh, twice on Saturdays. Yes, exactly. Uh, who's moving you the New York Jets is a good line. Um, and it's funny that you know I think it, it's funny seeing them argue, but I love the part where she's like, well, no, 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 no. Wait a second. I don't have to argue with you, asshole. Just give yeah. me the money I'm owed. I think that's good. Uh, right. Roger seems to have uh, t- two secretaries now because he's, of course, got Caroline. And then Shirley's there. Yeah. Um, so I love the thing that he has. A, there's, a, there's a note in the Rolodex, NAC, no afternoon calls because people yeah. get hammered at lunch. <laughs> God, how do people live like that, Steve? I don't understand. I, I also, I also, it also made me wonder how many people have him listed in a similar thing. Oh, I was thinking the same thing. Because right? I think you know, almost like... everybody says, <laughs> says that. Yeah. So there's an asterisk or some symbol. Yeah. Um, I kind of thought it was cool that they didn't fire Shirley because she'd be newer. Then again, of course, it's hard for an advertising agency that's under the under the uh, scrutiny of the media and of the government uh, for yes. uh, problems with uh, race relations and such. Probably to, to 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 fire a black person, they did fire Kenny after they yeah. got asked. Yeah, but on some level. It's like, oh, it still kind of is the old place, and they wouldn't just fire somebody for the hell of it. They except yeah. for Burt Peterson. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I mean, it's not like we have the workers owning the means of production here, but I no. I, I, th- I think it's at least says something about old about how companies kind of used to be somewhat loyal to their employees. Yes. I, so I no 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 I chose the word somewhat. Somewhat, yes. <laughs> yeah. Different time. Yeah. But uh yeah, people were, I think, a, a little bit better. And there still are companies like yeah. that, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how do you go to sleep at night knowing the Manson brothers are around? <laughs> the Manson brothers just sounds like a really bad boy band. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah. Um, Manson family. Yeah, the <laughs> then, Manson family. And then when, when Don says, are they coming in? Yeah. <laughs> which i think is a subtle way of him saying you know we'll take anybody's money yeah it's, if, if, if they've got the money we'll take it we'll take it you want to advertise for carving swastikas into your heads yep sure i'll run that campaign yeah because um, because the um trial started in july 1970 yeah i mean they've been so, caught at this point yeah yeah so um yeah are they coming in it's great uh harry's been, was uh called by megan and uh don don is actually being reasonable here um yeah like it, it's weird 
and some guy called Nicholas calls, and then we yeah. get to that call. And, and it's all, almost reasonable. like, yeah, it's almost like he catches himself though. Mm-hmm. You, you know the way the way he does it. It's almost like he's gonna say, react like he normally does, and he goes, "Wait, wait, wait, no, I'm going. I'm not going. I don't do that anymore. That's right. <laughs> I have grown as a person. Remember exactly. that I have grown as a person. Uh, and yeah, the, you know, so that's I like seeing that. Um, yeah. And then he goes out to the restaurant. Apparently, it was the guy who owned the diner, Nico something, who was the yeah. Gee, a Greek guy owning a diner in New York City. Who would have thought? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> cheeburger, cheeburger, cheeburger. Um, I've actually, that that place, the cheeburger, cheeburger, I, I, I've, yeah. I saw Tony Bourdain go to that place once. Okay. Yeah. And cool. the guy actually says cheeburger, 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 cheeburger. And it's just the most hilarious thing. Uh, mm. And apparently a very good burger. Uh, mm-hmm. It's making me sign back into Google Docs for reasons that escape me. Here it goes. Yeah. And uh, where are we going? Yes. Uh, right. So that restaurant that Dawn goes to to meet Diana without her knowledge is the most 1970 looking restaurant I've oh, ever yeah. seen. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> I don't even know that that's a, if that's a set that is beautifully done. Yeah. But it looks like it was just a, they found some like bad a hotel restaurant that hadn't been updated since 1970. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Down to the, you know, her waitress uniform and the chef in the, in the, in the kitchen, uh, the sort of open kitchen concept, the whole yeah. thing. It's very 1970. Yeah. I know. I was having flashbacks. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I, I, I'll tell you, I think Diane, Diane is a useful character to do a thing that's going to happen. That's all I'll say, but yeah. it gets on my nerves. Uh, I'll, yeah. I'll also tell you that. Well, you know, it's, it's, it, you know, this is the kind of faux intellectual thing that, you know, it's yeah. like, yeah. oh, you know, it's, oh, she reads Dust Pass Us. So she's got some kind of philosophical. Maybe she insight, just likes books. You like- know, <laughs> I mean, some of the dumbest people I know have PhDs. So, you yeah, know, it's, I, I, it's like just dude. because you read Dust Pass Us doesn't make you philosophical or intelligent or anything like that. And I don't think she is either. I mean, I think no. he's looking, he's, he's projecting yes all kinds of stuff onto her. I mean, yeah. tons of stuff onto her. Every mistress he's had, both yeah. of his wives, you know. Which, which is why, you know, you, you could kind of see her as being an imaginary character. In you really can Right. Yeah. Because, because of that. Exactly. Um, uh, next, we have Stan uh, and the gang talking and um, Stan's very dismissive of this woman that they're going to hire as a photographer until he finds yeah. out who it is. who's apparently Pima. Pima Ryan, who's based on somebody yeah. who I don't know. Um, and then, <laughs> as I called him here in our document, glasses guy whose name I've never looked up. Ed. Uh yeah, and it turns out it's Ed. I've seen the show 30 times since the first time I looked it up. Mm-hmm. Um, he went to RISD, though, the Rhode Island yeah. School of Design. It's literally yeah. perhaps the best art school in the United States. Yeah. So good on him. It's funny. You never see him having any talent. No. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's Ed. Uh, yeah, so uh, <laughs> I thought you were queer. <laughs> That's a horrible thing to say to somebody. I it mean, is. I've said it to people as a joke. Yeah. You know, I've also said, I thought you were straight to gay friends of mine, just for yeah. the hell of it, you know, just for fun. But it's an odd thing to say, but it's still kind of funny. Um, and then Stan says, you know, it's hard for me to keep my balls in this job. <laughs> 
it's good there again i really like how stan and peggy interact like a couple of friends so yeah he's saying that to her he's pissed off at her there's no doubt about that but he's not like and i hate you and i never want to speak to you again yeah it's just more like oh jesus christ peggy yeah (laughs) it's it's more like that and i look at what you're doing to me man you're supposed to be my friend come on now this is this is our place why are we hiring an external person i kind of like that um and then because Peggy has a little smirk on her face there and that's not self-satisfaction. It, it's a little bit of that, but I think it's yeah. also <laughs> stands funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's partly that too. Yeah. Um, they just talk like actual friends. Um, yeah, they do. Yeah. I like it. Peggy's actually, I think a little genius, a little sort of jealous rather, I think of how they react mm-hmm. to Pima. Uh, that's yeah. my take. It's like, yeah, Oh, Pima yeah. Ryan. Yeah. You know, um, and it's, Weird because there's no real sort of there's nothing sexual right now at all. No. There has been like twinges of it, mostly from Stan's standpoint, let's face it. Yeah. Um, his bizarre attempts at seduction, which involve close your eyes and let me touch your boobs, yeah, things like that. <laughs> but at least it's something real. Um and yeah, you're right, as you note in our document here, Pima is really pretentious. Yeah, she is. She's everything that's wrong. I know a lot of the art world people because yep. of what my wife does. A lot of them are great. Yep. Then there's these folks. <laughs> yep. Yep. Exactly. You know, I guess I guess she's like the kind of Andy Warhol kind of character. Yes. That that kind of that's thing. Right. Uh, self you self know. important. Uh, yeah. 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 So uh, Diana calls Don. Uh, of course she does. Why would she? Of course. <laughs> she, he gave her the number. He's not gonna. Yep. He's not gonna not call. I like when she says, "Are you a private detective? You kind of look like one." I can I can see John Hamm playing Jim Rockford. Yeah, you know he's got well, that. Yeah, thing. he's playing Fletch. Apparently, really good. Yeah, I haven't seen it. So neither I have I, but I, I do want to see it. And of course, Slattery's in it too. It's just the idea yeah. of watching the two of them work again in with yeah. each other. It sounds fun to me. Um. Uh, right. Yeah. In fact, even uh, I can't remember who it was, but I think it was either one of Megan's horny colleagues there that was trying to have sex with everybody, or yeah. maybe it was her agent actually called him James Garner. Yeah. At one point. So there you go. Um, uh, I kind of, I kind of like, I kind of like her here because at least she doesn't seem completely blank. Yeah. Like, there's some agency there Yeah, and there is so rarely any in this character. She's just what Dawn projects onto her. So, yeah. you know, I've already got it. I've already got a drink. She says, for example, she says she's from Racine, Wisconsin and Racine is the French word for roots. Mm-hmm. Aha. Which uh-huh. means something to do with something yeah. means that she really likes LeVar Burton. Yes. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sure that's not on purpose. Uh, so she shows up. Don's all dressed up and she asks, do you sleep like that? <laughs> I like that. He says, I'm vain. Yep. Really? Don, you're admit this is the second time he's really, yeah, he's, he's growing as a human really, being. I think you might be. Um, she feels leered sleeping next to Don, which I guess makes sense because she just got divorced. Uh, so yep. it's probably that. I don't know. Um, yeah. and, and keep in mind that divorced women were in a very weird position at this time, right? Yeah, it's you an know, entirely it's, different world. You know, it, it, it's a new experience and, and we've seen how divorced women are treated or mm-hmm. have been treated in the past. That's right. Um, uh, what's her name? Helen Bishop. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Hel- Helen Bishop. Uh, and so this is kind of a weird kind of thing, you know, where she does, you know, and, and again, you know, women have been taught and trained that their job is to find a husband and take care of their husband and their care. Well, she and says she had it all. Yeah. And now she doesn't know what to do with herself. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, people like you're right. You're, you're like the, what you're saying. I mean, I, I remember as a kid, 
how rare it was in my early grades, like early elementary school, nobody's parents were divorced. It yeah, just wasn't a exactly. thing. Exactly. And then five years after that, everybody half was the kids it. were divorced. It's like I was the weird one who had parents yeah. who were living together, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, it was always like, Yeah, but your parents are getting divorced, right? Yeah. Like, no, 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 really. They seem to like each other just they fine. Love, thanks. Yeah, they like each other. <laughs> Uh, it, but it's true. It really was an odd thing. She says she has no kids, um, which I think, as we find out later, is a complete yeah. lie. But you know, she's trying to be careful with things. Um, and uh, uh, I, I, what I like more than anything is whenever he tries to say something, she's very good at being dismissive. <laughs> yeah. When he, when he, he smells her hair. What is that? She goes shampoo. Yeah. <laughs> Avon. Finally, she's like, okay, it's Avon. Does that help at all? I like that. Um, of course, next morning, uh, she's, uh, uh, I think, I think she's in Sally's room there. I don't know. Maybe I think so. I think I, I got, cause I think the boys have bunk beds. So I think yeah. that was Sally's room. Um, and the silhouette on the wall there. Um, I had those, did, did you yeah. ever make those in elementary school? Where you yes. stood up against, yeah. Okay. Against yes. the overhead and the teacher drew it outline and then you cut it out. You gave that yep. to your parents and they yep. hung it on the wall. Yep. My mom has one of those still of, I think she still has us. Okay. <laughs> That's kind of wild, right? Um, well, it's better than having somebody else's children. Yeah, Why that would be weird. Know? That would be weird. Um, hey, who's that? That was the neighbor kid. Remember the neighbor kid? <laughs> yeah, I liked what? him way better than you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, he was a good kid. Uh, exactly. I always disliked mine because you could see my glasses in the profile. And it's like, well, oh, right. oh, it's no good. Um, uh, right. Um <laughs> <laughs> of course she has a kid and she has a kid who died from the flu. Yeah. Well, you know, that's obviously made up by Obama and Hillary Clinton's emails. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's clearly, that's what it was. I, I know Hillary Clinton has recently kind of supported a fascist, but um, you know, it was still a good joke. I still, I thought it was still a good joke. It's pretty good. It's pretty good stuff. My, my delivery probably wasn't very good, but <laughs> one of the things, um, I like here is that she, uh, that, that we see Torkelson. We've heard a lot about yeah. Torkelson mentioned. We finally see the character. I like that. Yeah. That's just nice. Look, I think, and you'll notice this as the, as, as, as we get near the end, there is the odd little nod to the, to the fans. And I think that's what this yeah. was. It's like, remember we keep talking about Torkelson. That's Torkelson. Here's Torkelson. He's right here. You'll also notice, and it doesn't happen so much in this episode, but in the next few, especially like the last three, there's a melancholy sort of feeling and, it's not just the music, it's all kinds of things. And I think partly that's everybody like this is over, eh? Yeah. <laughs> and that's going to start, you're going to start, I think, noticing that. Yeah. Um, uh, and it turns out it's Mimi Rogers who is uh, yes. playing uh, Pima. And she Tom says, Cruise is X. Oh, that's right. I guess so. Eh? She's taller than him. But so, <laughs> but, but who isn't? Exactly. <laughs> you know, let's face some facts here. Uh, all art is selling something, she says, which I think is her being trying to be clever. Yes. Right. And that's when Stan's like, no, no, we're actually selling something here. Yes. And he's yes. like, points to vermouth. We're selling vermouth. Do you understand yeah. what's going it, on, lady? It, it's 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 kind it's kind of that that thing that you know she's trying to sound philosophical, and I suppose in a certain way, all art is sure. selling something that's in the fun. sense that you're trying to sell an idea or an image or something like yes. that. But you know this, you know her her. You know this is this is this the kind of the, 
this is why I don't like characters like this or people like this. Yes. Because they're pseudo intellectual. I know. Right. It's, my it's least like favorite it, thing. It's it's like they'll they'll just say something. Yeah. And those of us, at the risk of sounding vain myself, yes. those of us who actually understand this shit know that that's it's it it's meaningless. Yes, I know. It's a meaningless it comment. Insane. Yes, you know? and oh, which is which is what Stan says, right? Like Stan, Stan, yeah. Stan's oh, Stan sees right by, through it. Yeah, yeah Stan's kind of like maybe this is why I like Stan now because yeah. Stan, Stan is Stan is kind of like me, right? You know, and or I'm kind of like Stan. He's got the beard. I yeah, can see exactly. it. I can see it. Exactly. Can see it. Yeah. Mine's a little bit grayer than his, yeah. but you know, because I'm older less, than you, a little less bushy. Yeah, exactly. as well. Yeah. Um, you know, but uh well, yeah, because if it gets too bushy, you start looking like Karl Marx. It's not necessarily <laughs> That's a bad true, thing. you would, wouldn't you? That's hilarious. Which, Son we, of a bitch. You know, <laughs> yeah, which is not necessarily you a bad thing. You should do the long hair and the whole thing. That'd be great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a good look. Um, so you know, so 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 you know, yeah, it's it's these comments that sound intellectual, but really aren't. <laughs> and those of us who are intellectuals I know. I know. Can see just, right through it. And it's like, and oh, it's just the worst. It's like, and it, you know, people will say things to me and often new agey things about yeah. psychology. And I just yeah. kind of go, oh, you're one of, I think to myself, oh, good, you're one of yeah. them. And I'm sitting beside you. Well, yeah, that's it, going to be fun. It kind of reminds me of that Norm MacDonald bit about uh, Bill Cosby when he said, people say to him, you know, the worst thing is that he lied. And, 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 and Norm MacDonald goes, no, I don't think that's the worst thing about it. <laughs> Out of all the worst, you know, but it's one of those things, you know, the yeah. worst thing is you lie. It, it sounds yeah. important, but yeah. like as, as McDonald points out, no, 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 the whole raping yeah. and sexual assault thing. That's the worst. Drugging and raping women is the worst exactly. part. Exactly. You know, it's, it's that kind of thing. It's something that sounds smart, yeah. but really isn't. Norm Macdonald was great with that. One of my favorite lines of his was when he said, you know, a lot of people say that the uh, worst part about being in a prison is, is, is the isolation and loneliness. And I think the worst part is the anal rape. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's probably true. But uh, yes, I also like that. Uh, he says, uh, I'm, I'm just <laughs> Stan says, these models have more teeth than you're used to. <laughs> my take on, on, on Pima is that she's basically a really, really annoying quasi-intellectual version of like Annie Leibovitz. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's my guess. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, Don comes in late. Big surprise there. Um, and Meredith is having none of this. I love no. Meredith so much. Uh, and Roger's, of course, waiting for him. Uh, <laughs> I feel like Marlon Perkins is chasing me on the Savannah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and you know, what really was Jim Fowler, exactly. Marlon Marla was sitting in the back, it was sitting yeah. in a helicopter drinking martinis, exactly. Marlon Perkins did shit all, did nothing. He hosted it and he and he, he shilled for Mutual of Omaha, yeah. He, he's he, he's like the Stan Lee of Mutual of Omaha. Wow, uh -huh. that's gonna uh -huh. that's taking a stand there. That's I know, good. I know, I know, I know, that's good. Know. Uh, yes, yes, Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom, where they would yep. basically set up all kinds of things, yeah. Not as bad as Disney. Nope. Disney actually threw lemmings off a cliff. <laughs> yeah. like literally threw yeah. that whole lemming yeah. thing. Committing suicide is a completely made up thing from a Disney movie, like a Disney quote documentary. Documentary. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but yeah. Uh, uh, oh yeah. Right. 
you know, he's Roger, actually, you know, uh, Roger says, you know, did she uh, say that you didn't, that you destroyed her career? And he says, what career? She's a consumer. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Roger. Um, yeah. And he also, um, you know, did you destroy her childbearing, you know, use up her childbearing years? And then Don actually says, Megan is not Jane. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he's right. I think Jane was a lot more vapid than Megan. You know? Yes. Yes. You know. I don't have anything against Jane. I think Jane is no. fine, but no, Jane, not Megan. Yeah. Jane bought into the whole yeah. thing, right? And the, Megan didn't. You know, That's Megan right. Megan didn't because Megan wanted a career. Yeah. Right. And Jane bought into the whole, you know, get married, marry wealthy, that yeah. kind of thing. And then when it falls apart, of course. Yeah. Whose fault it is becomes, it? Yeah, exactly. And it's like, <laughs> eh, you know, we're with, you know, with Megan, they just kind of, they, you know, dis, despite, you know, I know he was cheating on her and all that stuff, but essentially the, the marriage broke up because they just drifted apart. Yeah, that's right. It really was. Um, that that seems pretty clear, unlike what we had with like, Betty and Dawn were drifting apart, but also he was a bastard to her. Yeah. He was a, Dawn was a bit of a bastard to Megan. I'm not denying yeah. that, but it, it, that's not the reason they split up because I no. think they, you know, I think they could have even conceivably done something about it, you know, yeah. but this, it's a different thing. Yeah. Um, Pima's talking to Stan and Pima's like, you guys got a dark room, right? Can I see your stuff? Can I do that? And he's <laughs> like, uh, hate to break it to you. This isn't really yours anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I don't think a lot of people, again, get that when they do things with, you know, with advertising agencies and stuff like this uh, very often, what yeah. happens is they, they bought the work, like they yeah. own it. You don't own the IP yeah, they, anymore. If you signed a contract that you're yeah. going to get something with it, that's fine. Cause it's in the, it's in the contract that yeah. they own it. They own it. Yeah. And if you are smart, you've got some small, you got residuals and all this stuff, but. Which is why Paul McCartney had so much problem buying back the rights to the early Beatles stuff because he didn't own it. The That's Beatles right. didn't own it. The Beatles did not own it. Very yeah. common thing in the uh, used to be that that the record company owned everything. Um, yep, and it just doesn't work like that happily as much anymore. Yep. <clears throat> just ask Kate Bush. Yeah, that's right, right? Because she she said no, I'm not doing it. I'm not sell, not not selling my rights. And and then uh, when that uh, was it running up that hill came out in. Yep. Uh, in uh, Stranger Things, Stranger Things, with, with the plays she was getting on Spotify, she was making like a half million dollars a week. All of a sudden, yeah, yeah, I'm good for her. I mean, I'm yep, exactly. It's her work, she, it's her she, art. She produced so. it. She wrote it. She owns the music rights. Yeah, good honor. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, the uh, oh, and now we finally see uh, Megan's sister, Melly France. And by the way, that's a Quebec name. Yeah. Megan isn't a <laughs> no. No, but Melly France, uh, yeah. that's, that's really a Quebecer name. Um, and in fact, the, act, act, uh, the actor, uh, Kim Bubbs, you wouldn't think that's a Francophone name, but that's her from, got from her father, her mother yeah. was, a, was a Francophone. Um, so, so she knows how to really she actually, speak. she speaks, Quebecois she's speaking French. Quebec, Quebecois French and her yeah. accent is like that when she's speaking English. She's also, I believe she's trilingual. She speaks Spanish as well and has All appeared right. in a lot of Spanish language productions. Apparently, I don't watch a lot of Spanish TV, so what yeah. do I know? But I looked at her IMDb page. Um, okay. And like I note here, it doesn't hurt my ears like it does when Horman yeah. speaks French. Like um, I don't speak, I don't speak French, and even I realize. Oh that yeah, that accent you is know bad. enough that it's, like, to, it's yeah. like it's like it hurts my ears, and I don't even understand. I don't even speak the language. <laughs> Melly France wants uh, a getaway in New York City because she's getting a chance. And Henri, I guess it was her husband, is looking after her kids. And by the way, Melly France says, I've got to, I got to assume there's eight or nine kids. Uh, I would think so. French Catholic. 
Yeah. French Catholic traditional, right? I think so. Yeah. Um, and Megan just wants her freaking furniture. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Ali is watching the kids. Yeah. But and, you're, but you're uh, also you're also right. What you're saying the document is like we can kind of see the quiet revolution happening. Like, oh, like like this is the quiet revolution. This is this is this is it. It literally <laughs> right? is. You've it, got it is. you've got. I think she's the older sister. Yeah. Um, and the older sister is more traditional. In fact, that's a very traditional thing. She even talks about you can still get an annulment. She cares yeah. about the church. Um, Megan is very much the and of course these are sort of almost archetypes like megan yeah. is the ideal of what people uh, what young people in quebec wanted to become which is yeah. outward looking yeah uh part of modernity and not yeah. a, a th theocracy basically yes. and for those who don't know until about 1960 quebec was basically run by the catholic church essentially yeah <clears throat> yeah i mean except it was a political party called the union nationale which um was basically run by the catholic church yeah you could actually tell if the your your um, uh, district, your writing, um, had a, a liberal or a, a Union Nationale um, uh, member of the National Assembly because they the roads were paved if you had a yeah. Union Nationale uh, MP. And then you got the, the father who's like an intellectual. Now, of course, they're supposed to be, I think, European, but the father is like the theorist. He's almost yeah. like a René Levesque, right? He's almost yeah. certainly a, a, a sovereigntist. Yeah. Um, he, we've, oh, we've established he's a Maoist or some such. Yeah. Um, and then you've got mom who's just trying to hold everything together and it's not working. So mm. it's like the quiet revolutions looking at us. And I, yeah, I, that I liked, I don't know if they yeah, did that on like purpose. It. I really don't. Cause I don't know that the writers know enough about the history of no. Quebec in the yeah. 1960s. Yeah. But and, and, and the thing is the problem with that is it becomes kind of agit prop theater. Right. Which is, you know, agitation. And, and, and so they, it's almost like they become ideas. Very much so. Rather than people, rather than characters. Yep. Yep. Which is good. I just, I'm just not sure it kind of fits into this episode though. That's the only thing. It's no, like, I see, I see your point. I mean, it's like, like I, I, think, I, I yeah. liked it. I liked that whole yeah. sort of quiet revolution kind of stuff. Cause you know, like you, I, I know a fair bit about the quiet revolution sure. and, and yeah. stuff, but you know, and so I kind of like that, but it's like, again, like, like you, I'm not sure exactly how much was intentional and you know, that's the thing that gets me. Cause I mean, this is, it's really, if this was a Canadian TV show, I'd say, well, I see what they're doing here. Yeah. <laughs> if this was a, a Canadian TV show from Quebec, it's definitely what they're yes. doing. This just could be dumb luck. Um, yeah. You know, it really might be. But I, I still liked it, and I still think it's the most clever thing I've ever thought about Mad Men. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Where am I here? Oop, yeah, there we go. <clears throat> but anyway, uh, she does say Melifrance then kind of lightens up and says, let's have a contest and see who can get drunker than Mama. And I think yeah. that's... <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, because that's that's I I'm not sure you could. Yeah, I don't think that's a thing. Mama's got a lot of practice. Because because this is the other thing about that that character, she's very hypocritical as well. Oh God, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know. Well, the, you mean you mean Marie France or you mean Marie? Oh, well, Marie. Yeah. Marie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Marie is incredibly yeah. yeah hypocritical. Yeah, don't do this, don't do that. I'm I think Marie, sex with Roger. <laughs> I think Marie France is just jealous. Oh yeah. Well, she's done everything she was right. supposed to do, her duty in having 83 kids, uh, right. all of them named Jean something, Yeah. Uh, except the ones who were uh, girls. girls, they were named Marie something, yeah. <laughs> Marie-Claude, Marie-Philippe, uh, 
But yeah, uh, I can guarantee you her middle name is also Marie and that Megan's middle name is Marie because yeah. all French Canadian girls have the middle name Marie and all boys have the middle name Jean for John mm-hmm. and Mary, right? Mm-hmm. Even my wife, who's an atheist, uh, who was raised by atheists, <laughs> her name is her middle name is Marie because that's just what you do. Well, one of her middle names, she's got so many names. It's yeah, that's name. the other thing with the French. They have yeah. A number yeah. of middle names. Yeah, my wife Isabel, who's actually named Marie Noëlle, Pauline Isabel. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of like the Russians who have like names that take up like whole pages. Yeah, they have so their names are so long they have to invade other countries to exactly. put their names in. Exactly, just to just to give them a little bit more name room. <laughs> Naaman's realm. Yep. Um, <laughs> okay, we're about to go off on a that's, let's <laughs> let's not let's not go off on a Leben's realm thing. I love it. Hey, we're I, learning too. We're learning too. Exactly. Just like Don. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, Arnie and Sylvia are in the elevator. They run into Don and uh, yeah. Diana. We should play squash sometime if you have the energy. God, I love Arnie. Yeah. <laughs> and now he does. I will make the point there that, you know, she she immediately is like, dude, uh, do you have a lot of women in here? And he's like, that's not what this was. That was about. And it's like, no, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what it was about. Yeah. Now, also the fact that he was sleeping with Sylvia before, et cetera, but Arnie doesn't know that. So no, but, uh, and we see Stan's girlfriend. Oh, Stan's got a girlfriend. He said he was in love last episode. So nice. Or a couple episodes ago. And she says, are you in a creative mood or a bad mood? Sounds like something my wife would say to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, Lisa, sometimes, sometimes yeah. they're the same when the creative mood isn't going well. Sometimes oh, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Isabella says she can tell when I'm marking because it's just random swearing happening. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what I'm going to be doing after this. Um, <laughs> uh, Karen, Karen always says she knows when I'm in a creative mood because I just kind of aimlessly wander around the apartment. <laughs> and she'll go, what are you doing? It's like nothing. Just 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 thinking about something. <laughs> like, yeah. So what if I, now I could, now I could also yeah. do, I do a lot of that. Does this work? Does this work? But I could, no, that won't, shit. Um, and, and, and Rowan, my stepson, I'll say, you're muttering to yourself again. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, no, that's what they pay me for, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I like that Rizzo has a po- poster of Moshe Diane, and yep. I think it's a great poster. It is. I want a giant life size, bigger than life size head of Moshe Diane looking at me just so I can look up and go, God, you were a brilliant strategist yep. <laughs> he's a hell of a general motion nice. um and it's nice seeing stan just at yeah. home without the rest of the game yeah like, i think i think i think we kind of get a sense of stan here because i think he like he's frustrated because yeah he's he's been so involved in kind of the commercial aspect of art he doesn't think that he's an artist anymore he doesn't think he's an artist anymore because because yeah. of course he's looking for stuff to give to pima and it's it's all old stuff it's either done, old, like it's like it's old stuff new. or it's like oh look a, bo- a, a a box of Ritz crackers I drew for an ad. I don't yeah, need that. Yeah, you know, it's a bottle of vermouth. It's yeah. like yeah. Maybe I could show her something cool and that's when she's like I'll take my clothes off and take pictures yeah. of me, right? Um uh Diana and Don ordered some Chinese and uh she's obviously in some real trouble here. Yeah. It's funny to notice that she's all, always wearing her waitress outfit which I do you think it means anything? Uh, um I th- I think it's trying to mean. Something. I think that's right. I just don't think what, I know what it's trying to mean. Exactly. I, I, you know, may, maybe kind of just kind of linking her to that kind of 
service I don't know, service thing yeah, maybe. you know i you take taking like she has no sort of personal identity or or something like that you know i, th- I think and, and that's the problem i have with this character is is it it, it always seems to be trying to do something uh, but it, it never quite works yeah there's something weird you about know? the character and i think it's supposed to be unsettling like i, I don't yeah. but but I don't know how it's supposed to unsettle me. I guess I'll but say I, that. But I, but I think it's also kind of vague. Yeah. Oh, sure. Right? It, you know, it's that's, definitely and, vague. I, and that's why I t- talked, I actually talked about class, this about in my class the other day is like oh, yeah. the difference between being ambiguous and being vague. Yeah. Ambiguous is when you're, you're, you're deliberately kind of making things have different meanings. Vague is when you're trying to say something, but it's not clear what you're trying to say. And I think this is vague. And yeah, I, I think, think this right. is the problem I have with the character you know, it's it's almost kind of well. We'll give her a Dos Passos novel that will that will say something, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then it's like, okay, now what? And, and and again, the fact that she's always wearing her waitress's outfit sort of links to the idea. Yeah, gives gives more weight to that idea that that she's not a real person. I think that's right. Like like yeah. like she's made up in, in you know in Don's head, with the exception as we as you talked about with the sure. elevator. But other than that. You know, you could, you could, you could, you could make the argument that she's a figment of his imagination. Yeah. If you cut out like two scenes in the show, like you really could. Yeah. Um, Of course, they're coming to get the furniture, so they have to leave. Um, It shouldn't bother me because, because it's almost over. You know, that's, that's, that's a good line. Um, And we did a couple episodes of the shows I note here. This is the show when he says, you know, it shouldn't, it's because it's almost over. That is Dawn. That's the writer saying to us, yeah, we know, we know the show's coming to an end. It's okay. It's okay. And like I said, you're going to see some real melancholy, just it's, and it's not sad. It's just like, oh, gee, that kind of thing. And you'll notice that. And Don owned up in a mental institution because of, you know, he was some, some, someone mistook a kid for chicken and, you know. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And then as Roger, as Roger leaves, uh, Pete has written out in bits of his falling hair. Goodbye. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I like going to go golfing and Pete's uh, you were supposed to go golfing with these clients and don't worry about it. I'll just throw my tie over my shoulder and uh, I'll rent clubs. <laughs> You'll rent pants. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. When Don says, I'll just throw my tie over my shoulder, roll up my sleeves. They'll love it. And I love when Pete just says, yeah, they probably will. Yeah. It's like Pete has no creativity at all in him. No. And Don's like, oh, I know what I'll do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pete. Yeah. And, and I like the fact that he says Jiminy Christmas. Jiminy Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. I, I use that line. Yeah. I, I do use that line. Um, Melifmas is pretty hungover. Uh, Melias. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so she, I don't know who won the competition, but at least they tried. Yep. Marie uh, asks if the albums uh, are hers. Uh, the first one she picks up is actually one of... Uh, <laughs> Martin Denny's Exotica, which is great because that version of Miserlou was used in the Jet Set, the Hotel California episode, which I think that's that's clearly done on purpose. Uh, It it always reminds me of that scene uh, from St. Elmo's Fire, right? Where um, uh, Judd Nelson's character is breaking up with. The other oh. character and they're they're arguing yeah. about the, the the pretender's first album. Yeah. You can't have the pretender's first album. That's mine. No, you no, it's not. I bought it. Molly Molly Ringwald. Molly Ringwald. Molly Ringwald. Character. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was thinking of. I had a, friend, uh, a, a friend in grad school who I mean they are split up now, her and her boyfriend, but they were together for a very long time. But yeah. I remember telling her saying that we already have marked whose albums are whose. So when we break up, we know yeah. who gets what. I said that's very 
depressed. She says, no, probably break up at some point. Yeah. I said, okay, good enough. One of my exes and I had the opposite problem. We were, we were trying to get rid of albums that we didn't want. Yeah. This, this is no, this is your album. No, it's not. It's your album. No, 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 no. It's like, I don't want this. <laughs> How did um, I end up with, 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 with an album on vinyl of the 20 greatest wedding songs? This isn't mine. It doesn't sound like your tastes. Your tastes are somewhat eclectic, but not that eclectic. It's like, like, Uh, yeah. uh, It's a wonder you do not have syphilis. I think everybody knows that Don screwed around now. Yeah. That's the implication there, right? Um, Millie France, of course, sees it all as a failure because, see, when you split up, it's a failure. You can't get divorced because uh, that's a failure and the church will light you on fire. Yeah. Um, it's a horrible thing will, to say to your sister. You will go to hell. <laughs> yeah, you literally go to hell. You go to hell. Is she ever traditional? Um, I, I like Cath- Catholicism yeah. is literal. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, in the states, she says it's it's the twentieth century. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's good. People don't really realize this in Canada to this day. I don't think, but um, there was no divorce. There was no federal divorce law in Canada until 1968. So it was yeah. all left to the provinces. Yeah. Uh, and some provinces hadn't done anything. The two would be Newfoundland and Labrador uh, yeah. that didn't have a rule. Uh, had You couldn't get divorced there and you could not get divorced in Quebec. Uh, those are both for religious reasons. Yes. Um, so if you wanted to get divorced in Quebec and people may be surprised about this, you literally had to have an act of parliament passed ending your marriage. Yes. So you would petition the Senate because the House of Commons that does most of the real work <laughs> isn't going to waste their time with this. They're too busy yelling at each other. Yes. <laughs> so the Senate that would do this and they would, these, these senators would do these private members bills, getting people divorced. They yeah. would, you know, it's weird. Uh, it's really strange. That was, you know, the, the, the reform of our sort of ju- uh, justice system and, and, uh, and, and a lot of the laws in this country were in 67, 68 when yeah. Trudeau was the justice minister and said yeah. the classic line, right. That the state has no business in the bedrooms of the nation, yeah. which, you yeah. know, legalized uh, being gay and legalized yeah. divorce and all yeah. this other stuff. Yeah. Pierre Trudeau did a lot of really good things to oh, yeah. modernize Canada. I yeah. mean, I, 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 obviously as a Marxist, I had a lot of issues with, with sure. Trudeau, but he did, he did a lot of good things. We live in Pierre Canadian. Trudeau's, we live in Pierre we Trudeau's do. Canada. We yeah. do. We do. We, 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 he, you know, he, he, he basically made Canada, Canada, a modern country. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, through, yeah. Through, through the force of will, which is yeah. kind of impressive. Um, uh, and, and even, you know, I think it isn't even her mother says you can still get an annulment. So that's yeah. still in there, you know, yeah. uh, France, don't be a bitch. <laughs> Thank you. Finally yeah. for saying so. Um, I know also the annulment would probably be easier. Oh, of course you can right? get it. Uh, you, just just go go, you just go to the church, right? That's right. That's right. Exactly. Which is, which is perhaps another reason why they're pushing. The, I mean, obviously there are religious reasons why they're pushing the annulment, but the annulment would probably be from their perspective easier to get because you don't yeah. have to go to the senate <laughs> senate of canada <laughs> yep um pete says to don do you have to smoke in here it's like maybe the second time in his life he's ever heard that yeah. i love when don, don just says i have to do something to take take my mind off your driving yeah. the running joke that pete's a shitty driver is one of my favorite little touches in the show um <laughs> uh then they talk you know pete's they're talking about marriage and all this stuff. Yeah. And Don's pizza. How, how do you handle clients dinners? I get a date. Yeah. Uh, well, you never, Pete, well, you never know. 
how yeah. much they're going to drink. And then yeah. suddenly you're there with a floozy. Yeah. It's like uh... <laughs> the fact that Pete uses the word floozy is also yeah. tremendous because Pete's like a woman from 1890, like in yeah, the way he exactly. speaks. Yeah. Like Jiminy Christmas, she's a floozy. <laughs> Hell's bells, Trudy. You know, a thing like that. You got your fingers in your ears? It's a chip and dip. Um <laughs> So Marie has decided not just to clean, not just to get a couple of pieces of furniture. She's going to clean out the whole apartment. Yeah. Now she should now a couple of things. Megan should have half of, of everything. Sure. That's, but they seem to have agreed. Megan also does have a house full of stuff, which I'm assuming was the, the agreement was, and you can have, you keep all that yeah. stuff and I'll keep the New York stuff, except for apparently there was a chair that she liked or something. Yeah. And some boxes. Um, but Marie's like, no, you're just going to take everything. So I yeah. thought that was really shitty. Yeah. Well, it, it's not her place. Right. No, it's like on it, a lot it's, of levels, it's, it's, not her it's, place. it's yeah. another way of her saying my daughter can't take of her, care of herself. So That's I'll exactly take care what of that is, even even though Megan has probably already made this agreement with Don. Yeah, that's the that's quite the understandably. Yeah. It's like, you know, yeah, I could probably take it. But as you said, I, I have my stuff and I don't have room for it. Yeah. Where's she going to so put all that stuff in that little well bungalow it, on Laurel Canyon? You yeah. know, I mean, you know. She calls Roger and she says, bring cash. Yeah. <laughs> so, of course, it's a good excuse to bring Roger over for some fun. Yeah, uh, blow job in the bathroom. Exactly. Pima Sinus is done. Stan in the dark room. Yeah. Well, Stan, okay. Yeah. I wish you wouldn't have done that, buddy, but okay. I mean, again, a scene that is like, all right, fine. It's like, yeah, it's yeah. like, because we all knew, we knew it was coming, right? It was yeah. being set up too much for, for my liking. They could have actually even just mentioned it. I don't think there was even any need to show it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, yeah, it's it's okay. It's, uh, yeah. It's funny. And then Roger comes into Don's apartment and he, he actually says, holy shit, which is something that <laughs> he doesn't talk like that normally. He, no, he no. really, usually there's a quip of some sort, right? Yeah. And he's like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he also, if you notice, he kind of backs away from her when she says, when, and he's like, you know, you clean the place out. You wanted to file it too. And he's like yeah. backing away. Like, I don't think I should. Yeah. Oh, right. I'm Roger Sterling. What the hell? Yeah. But it, <laughs> there's a little twinge of conscience yeah. there. Yep. As you note here, Grandpa Walton was surprised. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he still reminds me of Grandpa Walton. And then we have Mr. Potato Head uh, talking yeah. to uh, Megan out for lunch. Um, yeah. It looked like Allie McGraw and Bridget Bardot had a kid. Uh, that's actually not a bad description. Yeah. Actually. Sure. Um, and then he says something besides the fact that he tries to, to sleep with Megan. Yeah. He says, I can't believe Dawn threw you away. Yeah. Which, I mean, you're supposed to bump on that line, you know, because you throw yeah. garbage away, you throw things away, you don't throw yeah. people away. But also it wasn't. Yeah. It was the two of them. It wasn't Dawn just, yeah. you know. Mr. Yeah. Potato Head being a one dimensional character again. Yeah. He's gross. He's gross. Um, Megan also, Megan even is worse than, oh shit. She's <laughs> where the fuck is everything? Yeah. <laughs> and then Melissa says, you don't get to stand in judgment of me. Well, I think we all do. Um, yeah. just saying Marie, you, that's bad. You shouldn't have done that. That was, there's, there's nothing good here. There's, there's nothing good. No. I, the character I've liked a lot of the time because she stands up to Emil, who's a pretentious jerk. Yeah. Um, it's clearly not easy to be married to him, but it's also the case that she's kind of flawed too. Sure. But this was, sure. yeah, this kind well, of I mean, real line. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and the problem is it's like the way she treats her children. Like children. 
Yeah. Yeah. But they're growing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and it's, and it's like, so, so that part, her kind of a relationship with her, with, with, with her husband, you can kind of feel some sympathy for her, but yeah. then she treats her, her two children terribly yeah. um, and hypocritically. And so then you kind of lose any kind of sympathy you have for her. Exactly. Um, then of course, Harry comes back and, and says to Don, you know, she said all kinds of crazy things. Yeah. It's, 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 it's just a replay of what happened in season five, episode one, but it's also yeah. the case that Don actually, and I think really here, he really doesn't care. He's yeah, like, like, yeah. I'm not married yeah. to her, dude. I don't care. Yeah. Whatevs, you know? And then Pima comes on to Peggy. Oh, I see. Yeah. Pima is, uh, I guess what we would maybe call pansexual. Yeah. Uh, uh, and um, Peggy doesn't swing that way. So I get no. that. And I, you yeah. know what? I'm going to say something here because I have a real problem with the fact that there's a there's an idea out there in many male writers' minds that if under the right conditions, all women are lesbians. Yes. <laughs> it's like, I don't think that's actually true. No. I don't that's... think that's how that's it works. Some male men who probably grew, grew up watching, uh, reading Playboy, um, yeah. you know, that's that's their their you know because Playboy is just designed to to cater to the male fantasy. Of course, it is. Um, yeah. you know, even even when there is girl and girl action, um, you know, and so <laughs> men have this idea that you know yes. women will, and there there's an episode of Red Dwarf where. Um, um, the TV show in which yeah. they're in an alternate universe and Arnold Rimmer is trying to pick up this, this, this woman. And she says, she, she, he, he showed me two men having sex. He thought he, I, he thinks that that would make me attractive, att- attracted to him. Right. Cause there's also that idea that if you show a woman yeah. two you know, two women having sex that they'll want, they'll want to have sex with you and stuff. And yeah. it's just, it's, it's, you know, childish and misogynistic nonsense, but. Um, <laughs> and it's just so bizarre because I yeah. always think to myself, any guy who thinks this just, I, I can't imagine ever kissing another man. Okay. I mean, on the lips romantically. Okay. Sure. I, it does it to me. It's, I find it like, ugh, like mm-hmm. it's gross. And yeah. that's, and I have, Guy friends who like kissing men and good on them. Yeah. They also know that I don't want to kiss them and it's all very cool. But but there's this notion in people's heads that but women, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Women know. Just give them enough to drink and they'll do it. Yeah. Exactly. It really bugs. So I'm glad that. Yeah. Part of the thing here that that bugs me here though is because Pima is so pretentious, I think she's doing it because people, because that's, that's the hip kind of. Oh, I think that's true too. Avant-garde thing to do. Oh, I don't think she's. I, I don't. I don't think she actually is a buy no. or pan. I really yeah, don't. Exactly. I, like, I think. I think she's straight and she's doing it because it's cool. Yeah, and that bores me. Yeah, or or a power play of some sort. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um. So Stan comes in. Oh, sorry. We go back a little bit. Oh, yeah. A big big point here. Don shows up to meet with the lawyer and finish everything yep. off. Um. And Megan says, I don't want ever anything of yours. And that's where Don could have used the line. Well, you took it all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he doesn't because he knows he's got money. In fact, he knows yeah. he's got so much money that he just writes her a check because yeah. they're supposed to be doing the final signing yeah. papers, the final deal. And I think this was a sincerely from him saying, yeah. this is on me. I apologize. Here's what I owe you. I will never speak to you again, but here you go. Yep. Now I never have to speak to you again because here's a million dollars. Yeah. Um, her reaction's kind of good. It's like, really? Yeah. <laughs> really? 
<laughs> but you, I know Don Draper would have a million dollars sitting in a checking account. Yeah. He's like, that's just what he would do. And also he, you know, he thinks that money will solve the problem. Of course right? he does. I can just you know, cut a check and it'll, everything goes away. Thing. I think, I think you're right. I don't think that's what he's thinking here. Oh, no, it isn't. No. But, but her experience with him makes her think that that's <laughs> well what earlier in the episode. She exactly. has to say, can I have $200? Why am I asking? No. Um, and yeah, because he's got a lot of money. Yeah. So Stan Pell tells Peggy about Pima. Um, <laughs> it's Pima's business, and that turns out to be more advertising than art. <laughs> nice line, <laughs> Peggy. Um, it's funny. They're both jealous, I think. Yeah. I think Stan's jealous because he thought that Pima just liked him, and yeah. Peggy doesn't like. So there is a twinge of some perhaps romantic y thing in the background with Peggy. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, I don't think that's just my friend slept with somebody. I think that's no, that's my you. friend, and yeah, I think like, I might kind of like him, sort of, yeah. you know? Yeah. And there's, you know, male-female relationships can be complicated. Yes. So so that's fair. Even with friends. Even with friends. No, that's what I mean, with friends, yeah. Um, now, here's the thing. So, Maria's leaving Emil. Is she leaving him for Roger? Because I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think she's just leaving. I mean, because, uh, I mean, or... I don't know. Maybe she thinks that. Okay. Okay. That's I mean, that's possible. You know, again, her kind of overstepping because I'm I'm sure Roger wouldn't think that, but it's like it's really hard to know. I, I, yeah. And and that and that's the problem that I have with this episode. It's vague. It's like, oh, she's leaving him now. Uh, why? Yeah. Right. It's, it's except like that we know that Emil's a dickhead. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and, and, and you know, Megan yeah. says, "Come on, she's you know, she's lived with that." With yeah. our asshole father for all these years, but that, you know. But that that decision just seems out of the blue, especially since we've had an episode in which mm. both Megan's mother and Megan's yeah. sister, yeah, are giving her a hard time for getting a div- divorce. Yes, and now the mother's leaving the father. It's like, yeah, wait a minute. What? No, you have to. You have to. Like, why? Yeah. Yeah. Like what, what pushes her to this moment no, I know. of decision, right? Yeah. And it's not necessarily a bad decision. No, it's probably the right decision. Emil's a dick. Exactly. Yeah. But it's like, <laughs> what, what, why, why is she taking this decision? Yeah. No, it's, right? like, it's a like Megan's decision, Megan's decision to leave Dawn yep. or that marriage breaking up. You know, we, we, even without the, 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 the kind of cheating and stuff like that, we can see that that, it's sure it's led up to this point. we've seen it coming for right? a season and a half yeah exactly because they're they're you know growing apart from each other that it, it, the decision makes sense you know and even then it wasn't really a decision it was just like a recognition more than anything else yeah you know and then but then suddenly she's leaving yeah her her husband and it's yeah. like why I, I it just it it doesn't it, there's no setup for it so it's like what was the moment i mean roger's not that good in bed <laughs> Yeah, you know exactly. it's like yeah it, it does like so it, uh, my guess is it's not for roger but having sex with roger made her go you know what my daughter's perhaps, getting divorced maybe perhaps. but we don't we don't know but we don't know that's the and that's the problem because yep. she doesn't tell us yep right we hear it secondhand right yeah. you know and it's like what it's like no it exactly. doesn't make sense it's it you know like i say it's the difference between ambiguity if and we're not is. sure yep. That's that, and it's deliberately left ambiguous. That's fine, but this is vague. We don't, we don't. I don't understand why she made this decision. Yep. Right. Again, it's it's not it's not that I have a problem with the decision. No, no. It's I just get like, it. What's the point? 
No, exactly. Right. Even even with Betty and Don, you know, there's a point where you know they both realized and made yeah. the decision. This this is a bad that, idea. That, yeah, that's a bad idea, right? Roger, right? We've we've seen all these things lead up to that moment where Roger says, "Okay, I'm leaving Jane," and we we understand why. Yes. Or Jane's leaving him, and you know we understand why because it's led up to this, but this hasn't led up. It to is this. odd. It is odd. You, that's why I say this is an episode that's trying to do things, but not missing I, and, and i and i said this um about a yeah. star trek episode um in oliver Rockside's uh podcast yeah this is kind of like that that home run ball yeah. that just kind of goes foul right like right. like it's oh it's going good it's going oh no oh. no right it's, it's it feels like that like like what they're trying to do is good yeah but i don't think it quite makes it right so yeah. it's, it's just it just goes foul just just foul of the yeah. Of the foul pole. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's uh, like Pizzetta's goal getting called back the other night in an exhibition game. Exactly. And it's like, all right. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, oh no. And it's it's that kind of thing. Yeah. Because it's vague and I don't understand what's going on. It's like, you know, and not because it's ambiguous, but because. But it's thick. No, you're right. You're right. I I, I just don't think the writing is sharp enough. Yep. For whatever reason, you Mm -hmm. know. And like I said, I think that a lot of that's the sort of early season. That thing. could be too. Yeah, I think that's that what that be, is. That could be too. You know, the Doctor yeah. Who thing that I keep yeah. making reference to, the new Doctor kind of thing. And it's like setting mm-hmm. everything up. And it's like, okay. 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 Uh, Don goes over to Diana's place, which is a size of a university residence room. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you want a drink? I just have vodka. And of course, the answer would be yes. It's yes. Don Draper. He, of course, he wants a drink. If she said, I just have wood alcohol, he'd go, ah, yeah, sure. well, I you guess know, I'll give it I a try. Can, I can try yeah. that. I'll put water in it. Don got her a guidebook, which I guess people did. Uh, yeah. I've never had a guidebook for a city, but people did used to do that a lot. Um, well, there was no internet. There was no internet. So you couldn't just go to TripAdvisor. Yeah. Um, she actually says, can't you see? I don't want anything. Um, and she also says, you've never had a worse day than me. Now, this is interesting because, of course, we know that Don has. Don's been yeah. raped. <laughs> like, yeah. There's bad things have happened to him. But yeah. he doesn't look like he's ever had a bad day like she's no. had. Um and it turns out there's another kid. She didn't just, she left when her daughter died, but there's an older daughter who's still alive. And she's like, I can't take this. And she's out. She yeah. pulled a Dick Whitman, right? Yeah. Um, when I was with you, I forgot about her and I don't ever want to do that. Um, so she just dumped on, which is not yeah. something you see a lot of. <laughs> no. Um, you see it with his wives, but you don't yeah. see it with women he's having affairs with. Now, this is the quickest affair I think we've seen on the show, but it's certainly- yeah. And I think this is the one that, you know, he thinks is going well. Well, he thinks it is. Yeah. (laughs) But he's doing, it's all about stalking a woman. Yeah. uh, And, and, and her only showing up to your place wearing her work clothes. Yeah. Like, (laughs) I don't think he's even thinking this through No, as much as he thinks things through with women. I mean, I don't know that he ever does. Well, he thinks, but it's, it's with his penis. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And we end up then with, uh, C'est bon by Yves, Yves Montan, who's uh, I actually have that song, so I guess we'll listen ah, to that. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it, which just if, if you don't speak French, that means um, it's really good. That's yeah. sort of what that it's the best way I can put that. Uh, yeah. it's not literally what that means, but it's close. Um, yeah. it's yeah. it's yes, good, yeah, yeah, that's the best I can do, literally. Yeah, it, yeah, it's, yeah. It's close, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, what I missed, Steve. 
Um, not too much, yeah. mainly because I was bored with this episode. But <laughs> I was going to say, um, I don't think it's. Oh, you missed the part where I got up and got a cup of coffee. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and that's literally true. There was a point where I where I almost just turned off the the episode because I was just dull. Um, <laughs> I didn't. I watched it all the way through. The only the only thing is a kind of an interesting thing that that Harry says. Um, it, he talks about pilot season. You know yep. that season where actresses, actors, and actresses will do that because we only we only see a few TV shows that get on there. But pilot season is a thing. Oh yeah, where where you know like even Canadian actors will go down to Los Angeles for three months just for pilot season to try and get into a TV show, maybe get the TV show on the air. You know, it's it, you know, so it's it's kind it's kind of like you know almost like a festival where you where you go down and you and you just do sort of. Yeah. Do a bunch of stuff, see what happens, yeah. and then go home. You yep. know, um, and there's also a nice Angie Dickinson reference. There is an Angie Dickinson reference. That's uh, right. Because Al- Alan Alan is her um, agent. That's 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 what Megan's. Uh, well, Alan has Angie Dickinson. Angie Dickinson, yeah, yeah. Who would just was about to get her gig on Police Woman. Yes, exactly. Don't you love exactly. that? They do it? Love is the wrong way to put it, but it's very telling that there was a show that had to be called Police Woman because it was such yeah. a weird thing. Yeah, exactly. it, it's, it's almost like they, the Mod Squad should have been called Black Cops. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like it's like no women can be police officers yeah, too. Yeah, it's, it's, it's true. It's, it's true. They can it's also real. be doctors. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, uh, yes. they're, they're they're it's almost like they're people. It's almost it's almost as if they're almost, they're people yeah. with exactly the same rights and responsibilities as exactly. everybody else. Yeah, it's wild. I know that's I know that's weird, <laughs> but you know, and it goes against the Bible. I just thought I'd throw that out there. I don't of know. Course. Probably. I don't know. I haven't read the Bible in a while. It's the back and footnotes. Oh, the Bible says that we can stone them. So it's true. That's true. But that's that's I just, just want I just want to throw rocks at people and say, it's in the Bible, man. I'm allowed to do it. <laughs> because you mix the fibers you used in your clothing. You that's exactly. cotton and that's not cotton. And if you do yeah. that, I can sell you into slavery. Exactly. Uh yes. Anyway, um, anything to plug? Uh, no, not right now. Uh, yeah. You know, I haven't done it. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, Oliver and I are going to do some things on uh, Star Trek. He's asked me nice. to do in, in his next episode. We're doing oh, nice. the Squire of Gothos. A classic. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that one because yeah. uh, William Campbell's in it. I'm a big William Campbell fan. Now, are you going to are you going to come down and say that he's actually a Q or not? Um, I probably will suggest it. Yeah, because I think a lot of people think he might be a Q. Yep. A young Q, yeah, not yep. Q, but a no. Q, yeah. So, uh, so like a lowercase Q, a little bit retconning it, but that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. I'm oh. I'm cool with that. I'm Star cool Trek is <laughs> sixty years in; it's got to retcon yeah. some stuff. Yeah, <laughs> of course, because because you know the the whole episode. I mean, you'll you'll hear this in more depth when I talk to yes. Oliver Rockside about it, but it hinges on his performance. Oh, totally. Right. Like, like if he, it doesn't matter what, what Shatner and McCoy or Shatner and Kelly and Nemo are doing. It hinges on William Campbell's performance. If he doesn't, if you don't like his performance in that show, then the, the episode falls apart. Oh yeah. And he plays it like a, like a stage actor doing like a farce in the 1940s. It's exactly. just, it's perfect great. that way. Yeah. It's, it's really great. a good performance. Yeah. I really like that. I look forward to hearing that. Um, okay. If you want to know what Steve's doing, you can follow him on Twitter at Doc Pinko. You can follow me at Deep Broadback. And there's other things. Look there. Sometimes I post links to podcasts. I do. He does stuff. I'm just going to say that and leave that where it is. Cause I have to go mark 20 papers that have the final essay question briefly 
describe the theory of evolution by natural oh, selection. Yeah. So good, good, be, good. Briefly, yeah, briefly, yeah, briefly. That's it, it. Briefly, and I bolded it. Briefly, like, dudes. Briefly means not three pages. Can you please? Anyway. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I have that experience. That that problem in quizzes. It's like, it's just the, give me this idea, and then people are. I'm not having enough time because I wanted to bring this, and it's like, no, no. I just no, want no, you to tell me what it means. Tell me what it means. Just All it says. Give me the nugget. Just give me the nugget. The idea. And that's like like, I, I have a thing. The diagram. Please label the following diagram and give a one or two word explanation of what the yeah. part you labeled does. Yeah. And people always write sentences. Like I said, yeah. one or two words. I li- I know you can't be super accurate. I want to know yeah. you roughly know what I'm. Anyway. Okay, we'll stop talking about work. Okay. Uh, on that note, I will. Uh, I'll see you next week, Steve. All right. See you. C'est si bon de partir n'importe où. Bras dessus, bras dessous, en chantant des chansons. C'est si bon de se dire des mots doux, des petits rien du tout. Mais qui en disent long En voyant notre mine ravie Les passants dans la rue nous envient C'est si bon de guetter dans ses yeux Un espoir merveilleux Qui me donne le frisson C'est si bon Cette petite sensation Et si nous nous aimons C'est parce que c'est si bon C'est à moi pour de bon C'est bon Et si nous nous aimons Cherchez pas la raison C'est parce que c'est si bon C'est parce que c'est si bon Thank you.
Leave that part in. Where's my fucking nose pointer? Um, and... Hello? Hello? Peggy? Pizza House! 